everyone, this is Shirley Reyes, and welcome to my podcast, No Original Thoughts. I have listened to podcasts for a few years now, and the whole time that I've listened to them, I've thought like, oh, like, that would be so cool. Like, I don't know if it's because I just have so many thoughts that I just want to share and I don't and like maybe that's my reason or maybe my reason is that I feel like I think of things that I'm not sure if someone else is thinking of but once you talk about it then the conversation sometimes takes you like crazy places so that's why I started it and it was also because on TikTok there was like this trend for a while of like commenting on like different TikToks like it would be like somebody in, ad, admitting something, like something embarrassing. Those type of TikToks would like blow up, and on the comments, it'd be like, "Wow, I really have never had an original thought. Like I thought that I was the only person that was crazy." And then you'd just be like thousands, if not millions, of people liking that stuff, and it's just so funny to me because I think as humans we do so many things and we think that nope well nobody's watching us and like yeah that might be true but there I don't think there's such a thing as an original thought I don't know we're all bound to think the same things right everything has already been done I think to an extent right um I'm your host Shirley and I am with my husband David today hello everyone (laughs) (laughs) um do you want to introduce yourself my name is David Reyes. Um, I'm from Honduras, originally born there, migrated to the U.S. in 2005. And I am, yeah, vibing. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about me um, starting or wanting to start a podcast or like, actually finally doing it like how long have i been talking about this do you think um you've been talking about it for quite a while it's been yeah i think it's definitely been probably more than like three years (laughs) four years something like that i think um it's i think you told me that the idea started when when you were hanging out with some of your friends during quarantine um and you were still going out and stuff like that but um like it sort of stemmed from the conversations that you would have and the the interesting topics that you guys would stumble upon some of the stories that would um that would come up in the conversations some of the interactions and how interesting it would be to to sort of put those intimate conversations out into the world um just you know, throw it out there somewhere for someone to listen just because they might relate to something that you've said or they might they might also um, think the same way or they might also have similar experiences. Um, so it's been quite a while. Um, and it's interesting because podcast is like a recently, like, like a new thing. Um, but a lot of people are trying to start podcasts, I think, like, there's several million 
people starting podcasts from making me feel unoriginal (laughs) well it's not it's not original anymore it's not original anymore but um but a lot of people are jumping into the the bandwagon of of starting podcasts you know it's a platform where um where you can really freely speak you know it's one of those one of the last few things that like you can still like use um, um as a free platform Although there's always controversy with those, you know. What do you mean by that? Um, well, in the woke era that we live in, we don't really have um, like the ability to say as we wish, whatever we want, um, you know, because people are going to get their feelings hurt and this woke ideologies that um, <laughs> that you, you get canceled for saying something that people don't agree with, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you see it all over the news. You see it all over politics. You see it all over with the, like, the woke ideas that, you know, people just constantly getting canceled, going after comedians. Um, and and so people just want an, uh, a platform so that they can express themselves freely. Uh, and podcasts is a pretty good way to do it. Yeah. I think the endeavor of taking on a podcast is, is exciting. Uh, I don't think that it's an easy... Uh, easy challenge to like you know get popular or even like get some listeners i think i've heard it from um like youtubers experiences where they start making videos for people that um that they don't even know they're going to reach you know they're basically just uploading something to oblivion hoping that someone is going to listen some hoping that someone is going to hear it i think it's especially true with a podcast if there's no camera as well just you're just putting your voice out there, hoping that someone is going to, someone's going to catch it and like what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. To continue, Joe Joe Rogan is obviously one of the one of the bigger podcasts with with millions of of listeners, and I think it's very fascinating because he he literally just started it for fun. Like he started it just with his friends hanging out, getting getting hammered and it's and it became a huge success unwillingly you know on mm-hmm. without him wanting wanting it um but it was just the, the genuineness that came from a regular conversation with two human beings with you know being able to disagree to uh, disagree and many things agree on other things and just you know just generally listen to each other and whatever the other person has to say with their own unique experiences, with their own unique unique thoughts and circumstances and ways of thinking, you know, but it was just a genuine conversation that got really popular. Well, I was going to say, like, the idea of starting a podcast, I think, came after some things that I was doing. Um, during 2020, during quarantine and all of that, Um, I was still in college at the time, and um, we'll probably get into this story another day. It's quite a long one, and not many people know our story, but um, during that time, um, we were essentially, like, forced to break up during quarantine, so, and we had never, like, broken up, per se, like, we've been together since we were 15 16 and we're now 23 24 so it's been like eight years it'll be nine years this september um but during that time like 
the events leading up to quarantine, like, I think it was, like, a few days before quarantine started, um, we, like, were hearing about COVID. There was, like, a lot of rumors. There was actually someone from my school who um, we did, we weren't even using the word quarantine at that time. There, It was, like, like isolation or something like that. Um, yeah, they, like, put a student in lockdown because he came from Wuhan. Um, he was one of our international students. And I remember the rumors were getting so crazy. People were like, should we buy N95 masks? Like, like just thinking all of these crazy things. And I was in my junior year of college. Um, and um, we essentially broke up. And again, well, I think we'll get into that, like, in another episode because it's just way too long. But um, one of my close friends, her name was Andrus. Um, we were already broken up, but um, one of my good friends, Andrus, um, she was in hospice for cancer. Um, I think she was only like 23 at the time. And um, so the months leading up to this, like, you know, like this life changing event, um, I was going to see her and then she suddenly passed away. And at the time we weren't together and... Um, I felt like I was alone, but that was also for a lot of other reasons. Um, I'll explain more, but like long story short, I was like kicked out of church and um, I had grown up my whole life, like, I guess, religious, like, you know, and my whole like friends and family were there. So I had no one, but I reached out to you and, you know, you said, okay, I'll go to the funeral with you, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we did that. And I remember we were sitting in an, um, after the funeral, I was just sobbing my eyes out. And you were like, oh, like, what do you like? Do you want to eat something? Like, like you were being so sweet. Like we like were broken up and technically not supposed to like be together anymore. But you still accompanied me to that, um, to the funeral. And then after you took me to Texas Roadhouse just to get the bread, the bread with the cinnamon butter, and then to get pasta. And we were sitting at the Olive Garden table eating our pasta and our Supa Toscana and whatever and like the salad and the never-ending bread and whatever. When all of a sudden, I got a text from my like college campus saying like, oh, like emergency, what blah, 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 something. We were already on spring break at this point. It was the week of our spring break, so we had left everything at school. My fridge was, like, pretty much fully stocked. Like, I had all my stuff over there, whatever. And I got the announcement from the school that, hey, like, spring break's going to be extended another week because of the COVID outbreak. We don't know what's going on. And then, and then that same night, I think Governor Charlie Baker announced that um, – there was going to be a lockdown. Is that what it was called? I'm not, I'm not really sure. Well, I just remember we started texting our family members. And like, mind you, this is probably like the worst day of my life at this point because I'm like the person sitting across from me is no longer my boyfriend. And one of my closest friends just passed away. And we're going into lockdown. But we have an extra week of spring break. So I I don't know. I guess I was just like under so many emotions. And I wasn't 
really talking about anything. It was just like, I don't know. I think we were just both trying to like process what happened. But then we went home and at that point, my mom was already at Market Basket. Your mom was already at Market Basket. Like Mm -hmm. they were emptying shelves, like no toilet paper, no ramen. I got the like last two packets of ramen. And I remember I saw this lady reaching for the same one and I felt so bad. And I gave it to her. I should have took it. Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, but so that's when quarantine started. And then all of a sudden, like, I don't have any of my friends with me from church. I don't have my long-term boyfriend with me anymore. And now we're quarantined and now I'm stuck at home. And at this time, the situation with my family, I was like... It, I guess it just wasn't a good time. It was like every every single thing that could have gone wrong went wrong. And I was suddenly stuck at home all alone. So I was just thinking a lot of stuff to myself. And I think since I was 15, I've written down all my thoughts in different journals. Never to like publish them or anything like that. It was just, I don't know, I would just write and write and write and sometimes... I would write poems, probably really like cheesy poems. I don't even know. Um, I'll just write what I was thinking about or write my goals, blah, blah, blah. And um, so during that time, I literally felt like I had no one. Like it was the strangest time in my life. So um, that following June, when like things started changing a little bit with COVID, people were like starting to come out of their houses. Um at least in Massachusetts. Yeah, at least in Massachusetts. But um, I had gotten a text from, at the time, like my best friend. And she says, hey, do you want to be a dog mom? And I was like, uh, yeah. What are you talking about? And she's like, um, would you be down to go to Ohio and go pick up some puppies? And it, it was quarantine. I mean, I wasn't even attending my classes anymore like my online Zoom classes, I was falling asleep. I think I failed like a class or two because I just, I I couldn't do it. I hated it, hated it. But she told, she tells me like, oh, want to go to Ohio? And I'm like, dude, fuck yeah, yeah, let's, let's go. And she's like, okay. And I hadn't even asked my parents if I could have a dog at this point. But I think that following weekend, we were like, uh, we had gone to like a trip to Vermont like a cabin trip with just some of our friends was it maybe a little responsible during the pandemic like peak pandemic probably but nah, who cares? it was yeah me and um some of my friends and then we made this um friends with this girl named named yancy and so the three of us that same weekend we got a facetime call from from her uncle saying hey like you can come pick up the puppies in the next few days like like they're good to go so I like checked how long it took to get to Ohio and I think I don't even know it was like 15 hours maybe Probably. yeah from Boston um but yeah it was like a one day to another decision I was like I'm getting a dog and I had mentioned it to my parents and my mom was like, no, if you bring me a dog to this house, like I'm kicking you out. I was like, whatever, sure you will. Like, 
whatever. And mind you, we already have a dog at home and she's like really old. She's actually sitting in my bed right now. She's 14 years old. She has like one tooth like hanging by like a single like tiny ligament, no, piece of skin. I don't even know, like a part of her gums, but she got stinky breath. She got some white hairs. She has cataracts. I think she has hearing problems too. Yeah, I don't think she hears because, yeah, because I call her. I'm like Lizzie, Bibi, yeah. Gigi, and she does not listen to me. She has many names, but she's also lived many lives. <laughs> oh, another story for another day. But so my parents were. My dad was like, "Oh yeah, like a dog, like that would be cool." Not thinking I was serious, dude. One thing about me, like. You tell me no, or you just almost like challenge me, and I'm gonna do it. And my dad was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, whatever." He didn't think that I could drive that far by myself, <laughs> especially with the car that I had at that time. It was like a 2005 Mitsubishi Outlander. <laughs> but, um, long story short, one random night we just decided, like, "Fuck it, let's go." Like, I took my sister, Yancey, and then Glenda, and we brought, like, a doggy cage, like, to put the three puppies in, um, and I had never driven that far on my own. All the road trips that I had been on at that point were with you, and you were always a designated driver. I was just always co-pilot, and my dad would never let me drive. Like, he he hates the idea of me driving ever <laughs> since I was little, like... My dad could not teach me how to drive. It was you. <laughs> my mom tried to, but she just screamed way too much. I'd be like whipping the, the what, what was that car? It was like a Honda Odyssey. Yeah, it was like 1996. 1996 Honda Odyssey, old reliable. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you've been in that car, you're a real one because me and my brother shared that car while we were learning how to drive, he would take all his friends with him in the van, <laughs> the mini van. It was so funny. But anyways, um, so yeah, we decided to go and like, I just took like one change of clothes. We rented a hotel as soon as we got to Chicago because um, the dogs were in Ohio, but we were like, let's explore the city. Like, what do we have to do? Like, I wasn't working at the time, I don't think. No, I wasn't. And the dogs were free. Like, Glenda's uncle was like, oh, yeah, you guys can have them for free. And so we drove that whole way. But on the whole ride to it, I think I drove 13, 14 hours all by myself. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we stopped, like, at the gas station and, like, for restroom breaks and whatever. But the whole time, um, me and my best friend at the time were just talking, 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 talking the whole ride through. And she was keeping me awake. And so what I did was I recorded um, I recorded some of the things that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. We were like, we're going to call this chingona chats. Mm -hmm. We're like, we're in our in a different era, like blah, blah, blah. Like we were just, I think, yeah, I think because of quarantine and everything that had happened. And at the time, like she was like the closest person I had. We were both kind of in this mood of like, fuck everything. Like, we're just going to talk about whatever we want. And we're just going to be like super honest and whatever. So I like the whole way there, we just talked and talked and talked and talked and talked. And my sister was there too. 
And so, like, if you know my sister, like, my sister and I can, like, talk for days and never, like, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just every sibling yeah. together, right? But um, so that's kind of where it started. And then the rest of that summer of, like, the pandemic, things were obviously very strange. Like, you know, well, what I was trying to say um, is that the rest of that summer, me, Glenda, um, Glenda's boyfriend, Freddie, and my one of my, like, close friends named Jefferson, we spent that whole summer just hanging out with each other because, I don't know, I feel like all we had was each other at that time. <laughs> and the puppies, like, me and Glenda had sibling puppies. Like, uh, her dog's name Suki, and my dog's name is Asher. They're the cutest little dogs. We spent that whole summer together, and every time we would go out, like, for nightly drives or, like, just go out for a drink and then walk around Cambridge or, you know, just do, like, random stuff, I would start recording. Um, we took a spontaneous trip to New York, um, the four of us, and it was so fun. And the whole time we were just recording like different things as if we already had a podcast. But I guess at this point, I didn't really know that that's what I was doing. I was just recording it to listen to the memories. And what I was doing at the time was compiling like different videos that I had taken of us throughout the summer and like put the audio on top of it, almost like B-roll and like just like audio on top of it. So it could look like a cute little movie. And I was just doing that because I don't know, I just... I'd just be doing stuff. I always say like, oh, this is for the documentary. And what I really mean by that is just like for me to watch my own life. I guess to romanticize my life in some ways. That sounds so dumb, but yeah, but sometimes I feel like you have to like romanticize your life in a way like, like really look at how beautiful life is. And sometimes I guess I see, I see that, that I'm living it that I was living in a good moment in that time and like reflecting on that yeah. like makes me feel happy in where I am right now. Yeah. So looking at pictures, videos, listening to audio, <laughs> the audio recordings we have, I'll probably post some because they're just so funny, mm-hmm. like just such good times. But um, yeah, that's kind of where it all started. And then I, like I said, I kept writing in my journal. I started writing a lot on my phone, on my notes app. (laughs) This is making me think of all those TikToks where it's like me when I'm like scrolling through my notes and it's it's like grocery list, like passwords. And then all of a sudden it's like a really depressing like, (laughs) like note, like, um, Jules was my first love and love. (laughs) It's like that thing for me for you. Um. But yeah, so that's pretty much how it started. And um, ever since, I just kind of record like voice memos, not of myself talking, but I think of like when I'm gathered with people because I'm like, wow, sometimes we have such good conversations with our friends that like, I'm like, I wish we could like relive that conversation because it was just so funny. Um, like our closest friends um, were, um, I don't know, we've been hanging out almost for like a year now consistently where it's like, we just, like in the summer, I feel like we spent every day together. Yeah. Um, 
but with them, like we would go to this place in our hometown um, and we called it the docks. It's literally a parking lot like by the ocean. And there are docks there, I guess. There's like people fishing there all the time. But um, we would go there like like the day after a, like hardcore partying and then going to a brunch and just recapping the night and all the crazy stuff. And then we'd go smoke like at the docks in our cars. We'd pull up with everyone's car. And we still do that now. Um, even on New Year's when it was raining. But like those are the conversations that I'm like, wow, I love this so much. I cherish this. Like I wish I could relive it. Um, but yeah, I I think I think the goal for this podcast for me isn't to like blow up or get famous like I don't I think you have to get really lucky sometimes like it's all a matter of like algorithm and like what goes out and like what if people don't like my voice because <laughs> I've definitely listened to podcasts where I'm like oh my god she has the most annoying voice even though I like what she's talking about I can't listen to it um like the apple fitness workouts we've been doing um <laughs> these apple fitness workouts and there's this like lady who's like an instructor what was she doing like pilates I think so. yeah oh no it was cycling cycling with, oh, yes. bad, bunny. Cycling with bad bunny and it was Victoria. and we chose it because we love bad bunny obviously and um we were like oh this is gonna be a good cycling class we put it on her voice is literally like just didn't want to work out anymore. <laughs> it's an exaggeration, but it's like her her voice was a, like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> Again, I said, like, the goal is not to get famous or blow up because there's so many podcasts now. I mean, we're oversatur oversaturated with um, media content in all different forms, like visually, audibly like people used to be obsessed with watching the tv after work it's not that anymore now it's like yeah you're on your phone and watching tv but on multiple different apps on your phone and i find myself do doing that it's not good yeah we literally have every streaming service and it's so bad we need to <laughs> yeah and we need to cancel like some of them so I think the likelihood of this turning into something is low, but I'm going to keep my hopes. Like, yeah, I just want to, I don't know, just share and just talk with people whom, like, I don't know, like, I love and then also who I want to know more about. Yeah. There's so many things to talk about. I want to talk to some of our friends about the crazy life experiences that they've had oh i feel so lucky when i'm like with my friends and we're just talking and like there's like a genuine connection there you know what i mean yeah. i think like at the end of the day humans long for connection and i think i'm happiest when I'm surrounded by people I, I love. And I know it sounds kind of like obvious, but 
I think for a long time I've placed my worth on like what I do for work or like how I'm presented on social media or all these different things. But now I don't feel the need to like share those things with the world sometimes like on social media. I feel like there's like this like invisible obligation to like post your whole life or it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. But when I'm with them, like sometimes I'll post stuff about them, but like, I don't know. It's more enjoying the moment. Yeah. I'm, I get so like lost in our conversations of like, who even knows what we talk about half the time. (laughs) Sometimes we just go on and on and on and on about who knows what and, nonsense yeah but then it's just crazy because we're all thinking the same thing or like we're or like it's just so interesting to like hear other people's thoughts like one thought that i will never forget is like um it was me you nani and randy we were at nani's house oh my goodness we had like we had smoked a couple of joints i think it was i think it was just was it just one? I don't know. I was, I was, was I was tweaking <laughs> because I don't even know what we were laughing about, but we were laughing so hard we couldn't it was, breathe. It was the, um, it but, was the show. The, um, oh, the oh, right. Oh, the, the, what the, is that? What is that show called? It's not Bad Girls Club. It's um. I have no idea what that is. I'm gonna have to find out. Oh man, it's it's on Zeus TV. Yeah. Oh, Jocelyn's Cabaret. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we were watching that. And mind you, we're like, we're like high at this point. But then we had to pause it because it was going crazy. (laughs) Like girl shorties were fighting each other, pulling each other's hair. Some girl was like saying she was like a stripper for Jesus. Like it was crazy. And then out of nowhere, we're just laughing. And I don't know how it led up to this. But we were laughing about the sound of that a fireplace makes. And we were laughing about that. And then Nani goes, oh, the, the videos on YouTube, 24 hours of unlimited crackling wood fire, whatever. And then we just thought it was the funniest thing. But I was thinking of that. And I was like, that's so funny that you think that's funny because I think that's funny. Like why would 24 hours of like crackling wood fire be so funny it's just i i don't know how to explain it but just the fact that i was able to have like that i don't know like it's just those type of moments where it's like an indescribable connection where it's like whoa you get me so yeah so i think i think i for the most part it wouldn't be the goal but I don't I hate the word goals (laughs) it feels so like there's so much pressure behind that and I don't want there to be pressure behind this podcast I just want it to be what it is Mm -hmm. and if people enjoy it great if not I'm probably gonna keep posting because this is what I like to do and I have many creative outlets Right now, I have three different projects I'm working on. I'm working on a TikTok for work, editing all of that and whatever. I'm working on building miniature furniture. That sounds interesting. (laughs) Miniature furniture, like mini furniture for this dollhouse that we found on the side of the road the other day. And then 
I'm like also like <laughs> I've been drawing a cake for my cousin Kathy for like ever and I have not finished it. So those are three different things that I'm working on. And then on top of that, today I decided that I might apply for a user experience design program for nine months, go back to school. I don't know. It's it's the ADHD. <laughs> but thankfully, I just got prescribed medication two days ago. And, okay, you're not supposed to feel the full effects until, like, three weeks. But today, I felt like my brain was on fire. <laughs> like, I felt like I was alive. I was like, whoa, I can do so much stuff. Like, I was focused. It was so weird. So weird. We'll see how it goes. If that doesn't work, then Adderall. <laughs> Just to kind of, I guess, wrap up my intro, I want to give you some time to answer some of my questions. Yeah, I we've had this 3,000 questions book since 2020. It was like one of the last days that we were able to see each other. Um, before we broke up and before the pandemic started, we were at Target and I have a, a video of it like recording um, buying this. But the reason why I bought this book was because it had so many questions. And that's the thing. I just love asking people questions. I love hearing people's thoughts. And that's probably another reason why I started this. <laughs> We used to have this um, like tradition where every single day on our way back home from wherever we were, um, we would do like three questions. And sometimes it would lead us into like the funniest of, I don't know, stories. So we're going to do that again. I'm going to have you um, take a page or actually, how did we used to do it before? Um, just choose a random number, right? Okay, one to three thousand. Choose any number. <laughs> one thousand three hundred and sixty-four. This is so random. Oh, question one thousand three hundred and sixty-four. What traffic laws or moving violations do you always seem to break? Oh goodness. What traffic laws? Well, I definitely don't drive under the speed limit or at the speed limit yeah, most of the time. Um, I definitely have broken that one a lot of times, though I've only gotten a warning. I've never gotten a speeding ticket in my Which life. Which is so unfair. I heard the other day that um, my little cousin's friend got a ticket for $1,000, a speeding ticket for $1,000 because he was... Um, he was speeding and he was going 150 miles per hour. And so I've his never ticket gone that fast. his ticket was a thousand dollars. The insurance must was not be so nice either. But yeah, I've broken that law. I've broken that law for sure. Um delivering for Uber Eats, I something sometimes most of the time, a lot of the times I have to park illegally just to get the food quick and run out. <laughs> Should we do one more? Sure. Question 752. Are you financially responsible or do you oh, wow. still have problems managing money? I think when it comes to financial responsibility, I think if it was just me handling 
finances of myself and um, just my personal income, then I think I would be quite financially responsible. Um, I think I, I, I'm not a spender at all. I really don't like spending money. I, I hate spending money, even if it's money for like like 12 bucks for food for like a meal or something that I don't even enjoy. That's horrible. Um, <laughs> I hate having to spend money for car maintenance. I really do. I really hate spending money for like just things that I don't need. You know, I started, I stopped spending money for things that I even like want, like for a while. I just, yeah, I think saving is the way to go. I think having cash is the way to go. Having no debt is the way to go. And if you have debt, get rid of it. If you have cash, keep it, invest it and keep saving money. Um, yeah. Uh, in my situation right now, though, since we are married, it is not just my money. It is <laughs> it is another person's money as well. So I can't. Um, the dynamic there is a little bit different. But um, yeah, that is I think I do consider myself financially responsible. Uh, what's the should rest I, of the question? Should I ask you? Or do yeah. you still have problems managing money? No, I, I, I'm pretty good at at financial responsibility. What were you going to ask me? If you think, I already know the answer to this. Oh, if you think I'm financially responsible. Um, I wouldn't say you're financially irresponsible. I think your priorities on spending money are different than my priorities on spending <laughs> money. I just, I don't find uh, like shopping very pleasant. Um, I don't find like buying things very pleasant. I th that's why I think, yeah, I think it's just different priorities. I think you find joy in buying little things and having new things, and that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Thank you. Um, it's not. It's not bad. It's if that's what you like, if that's what you like to do, if that's what your money is going towards, then go for it. Go for it. But yeah, I don't think it's financially responsibility. I think it's just a different way of seeing money. Wow, thank you. I thought you were going to like totally like no. like crush me, but no. I should know better. You you're not like that with me. Um but do I think I'm and the question was not for me, but I'm going to be honest. I think um it comes with the ADHD too, but I just get hyper fixated on things. Like right now I'm building mini furniture items. And things for my little dollhouse everything i see i want it i want it for the house when i started my new job every new cute pair of slacks cute pair of shoes i want it <laughs> there was a season of time it was a different time different type of money at my old <laughs> job i was buying like two pairs of shoes like every week like a pair of dunks I just yeah. became hyper fixated on these things. I think that's the way I am with a lot of things. My hobbies rotate a lot. Some days I'm obsessed with painting. And then other days I just, all I want to do is color. Other days all I want to do is train my dogs. Other days I just, I, yeah, um, I'll like go to the thrift store just to see what I can find. I don't, I, That's I so weird. yeah, I think 
I think a lot of it is just like anything that will give me a little like serotonin boost, like the immediate reward. Like I eat it up. Yeah. I eat it up every single time. I will say that I have been testing my willpower when it comes to stuff. So re uh I had there was a time where I was doing I was just shopping, I think out of stress or maybe because I was just like in a really bad phase of depression where I was just like I need anything to make me feel something. And buying cute little things or clothes or just just made me so happy. Um but I got into a phase of buying stuff and then going home and then immediately regretting it and then returning it like the next weekend. <sighs> I have a lot to work on on my finances. <laughs> I have I have seen good times with my finances. But there have definitely been some times where I'm like, where the hell did all my money go? Yeah. Like there was one month where I, I think we spent like $11,000, $12,000. And like a majority of it was inter entertainment yeah, and shopping. When you, when you say a number like that, that seems very highly irresponsible. That just seems very... Just yeah, I know. Money away. That seems just... Okay, well, there was a time where we, we were, were just in our party phase. It was definitely just well, also, I think we had like such a steady stream of like Good big income, income yeah. where we were just like, yeah. like do whatever Make we that. want because we could. We would still have more than enough rolling over yeah. the next month and all you of that. You can't blame us because we're young. The world, the world is gonna end. It's apocalyptic. You gotta enjoy life while it's here. <laughs> The U.S. is not going the right way. The world is not oh, going God. the right way. We're just, we got to enjoy it. So if you're going to spend $1,000 for a Bad Bunny concert, go for it. But in the meantime, I do want to fix my spending habits. Yeah. It's oh, important. Yeah. Especially in the sort of economy that we live in right now. Yeah, we're saying we're going into a recession, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, well, that was a very long way of asking those last two questions to wrap it up. I'm sorry. Clearly, I talk a lot, um, so I'm going to have to do a lot of editing. <laughs> well, um, that was our intro episode. I don't know where this podcast is going to go, you know, but hopefully you stay tuned for all of the good conversations that are to come and um and if you want to be on this podcast if you want me to ask you questions or you want to talk about something dm me because i love talking i also just love meeting new people yeah well again thanks for joining on this first pilot episode intro episode i'm not really sure what i'm going to call it Ugh. I mean, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to tell you guys so many embarrassing, embarrassing stories. I have so many crazy stories. Thanks for listening to my very first podcast episode. If you want to be on this podcast or you have questions, comments, 
or if you have a topic that you want us to talk about, feel free to email us at nooriginalthoughtspodcast at gmail.com.